This podcast is proudly supported by Red Energy, awarded CanStar's most trusted energy providers nationally 2021 and 22. That's Red Energy. And Prince Wine Store, bringing wine enthusiasts the greatest wine in the world. Visit princewinestore.com.au. Here we are on a cloud, Carol and I trying to solve the world's problems. And Carol, we put our Dear Caro and Corrie segment on hold while you were away, but I'm so glad you're back because the mailbag is full. And we have a wonderful one, actually, from uh, an anonymous person who we will just call S, okay? Just S. Dear Caro and Corrie, I am probably a bit younger than your typical listener. I'm in my early 30s. Not really can I say S because we do have lots of young people listening to us. It's not just a thing for old folks. (laughs) S continues. Don't get prickly with our dilemma writer. (laughs) I really enjoy your podcast, especially when you provide your thoughts and perspectives on current issues. I also love hearing your insight about life and work based on your collective experiences. So I thought you would be the perfect pair to maybe provide some thoughts on my current dilemma. Here goes. I'm in my early 30s and was fortunate enough to have my first baby in 2021. I will be returning to work to a mid-senior role at a corporate After 10 months parental leave later this year, prior to having my son, I was relatively ambitious and gained a lot of fulfilment from my work. Since I have started to talk to my company and broader network about returning to work, some new job opportunities have started to arise. All are exciting, but some will require more commitment than returning to my current role. I'm struggling a bit with the mindset shift of being a parent and loving my son to being that ambitious, work-focused person I once was before. So my dilemma is whether I should return to my current role, which I know I can manage, provides flexibility, etc., or take a risk and take a new role upon my return from maternity leave. Thanks for your help. Well, it is a dilemma. And part of the dilemma is that I'm not sure that S is absolutely convinced he wants to return to work, but it sounds to me like it's it's not really a choice and she probably has to return to work or for financial reasons wants to oh, return to work. Oh, I don't think work. you can assume that. I think she sounds like she's quite happy to go back to work. She just doesn't know which work to go to. I think I think that she could take a risk and take a new role upon her return for maternity leave. Yes, I did something very similar and did it on more than one occasion and it was often um, fraught with trepidation and fear and nerves and... Even the first year or two, um, when I became chief footy writer at the age, um, Clem was only two years old. I think, no, no, that's not right. She was three. But she was very young and it was really, really tough for the first year or two. And I felt under a lot of pressure. I felt I was failing at everything, a lot. And I remember being very, very stressed. And then no, probably more, it was probably tough for about a year, not, not more than that. And then, you know, I had an epiphany that I love work. I love my job. The epiphany came at the Sydney Olympics, actually. It was September 2000 when I just realised I was so fortunate to do what I did. Um, Brendan had taken a little bit of time off, brought the kids up and visiting the Olympics. We had a family holiday, a road trip on the way home. Then it was back to work again and I just realised that that was what I was born to do and I loved it. So, sorry to make it all about me, but... At the time when I took the job, I was a bit like, what am I doing? But it was so, too good an opportunity not to do. And S sounds like, despite the fact that it's tough to return to work for maternity leave, I, look, I'm not just saying financial. She obviously wants to go back to work. If she's got an opportunity 
for what sounds like a promotion, why wouldn't you take it? Mm. Well, uh, you probably remember about three weeks before the Sunday Age was ready to launch in August 1989, I had two babies under two under, under my, under my well. feet. And yep. the then features editor, Jen Applegren, said, can I come and see you? And um, she arrived at the door and said, our arts editor, she's been on board for three weeks and she's just left and we don't have an arts editor and we're launching a paper. Do you want to come on board and do it? And S, this I think is something that will resonate with you. When you're in a position of absolute exhaustion and you're overwhelmed and uh, it's really lovely to be flattered that somebody still wants you. Exactly. Because you've had a few months where you've been thinking maybe that's all there is. And um, so I, uh, I, I, I thought about it for a day or two, but... I realised that actually the power was with me and, S, the power may be with you if this other opportunity, whoever they are or whatever it is, is seeking you out. You determine the rules. If they, Especially at the moment, Caro, with the COVID job market, you determine the rules and you say, I have a baby and I am only interested in family-friendly policies and workplaces and this is how I plan to work. And if you still want me, then great, well, let's do a deal. Because something also happens, I think, with women when you have children, providing everything goes okay and you've got good networks at home and support and so on, I think a woman's life changes. Like you absolutely see yourself in a completely different way. And it doesn't mean that motherhood equals weakness or softness. Motherhood equals strength, women. Motherhood equals I can do it. Motherhood equals... Uh, looking at the world in a whole different way and your priorities change about all sorts of things, even about going out at night. Suddenly that's not as important. Um, it, you know, how, keep the, keeping the home fires burning or whatever, however your priorities change, they certainly do when you have a baby in your life and not too many, time. Yeah, and not too many high expectations. Not too many high expectations. Because and you it, will always feel that you're not quite doing everything as well as you could possibly do it. And that's, that's, that goes with the territory. And, and it goes with everyone, it goes whether with they've everyone. got children or not. And whether they're men or whether they're women. I think, I mean, think of all the men who have high-powered jobs who wish they were at home and worry that they're not being good fathers or partners. So, yes, I think if you can determine the rules of this of this new new role. If you can have a say in maybe three days a week, or maybe it's a job share situation, or maybe if it's a five day a week thing, you say, okay, I'll start at eight, but I'll leave at four, and you do a deal with a partner or a, or a childcare centre or something where you can actually drop kids off or have them looked after early in the morning, but you get home at four, so you can do bath and feed. I reckon you're in a really good position to take the risk, to take the gamble. And um, sometimes playing safe is great. I'm not saying that people who don't get great mat leave and wonderful support from their their current employers shouldn't go back to them. Um, Loyalty's great and maybe it's a fantastic job. But if you're off, if you're being offered something that's really tickling your fancy, I say go for it. And what's worse, regretting that you haven't tried or finding it's all a bit too hard and you might go back to a simpler job? Yep, agree. There, so, you, there you go, S. Here you are. Get those wings flying and fluttering and, and um, all Take the best. Take it from us, baby. Take it from us, but also <laughs> remember what we say. The first year is always the hardest when everybody, including your baby, is getting used to a new routine. So um, that would that we would also say preface it by saying it's not going to be um, all roses, is it? But no, anyway. but, but I, you made a good point, Corrie. I mean, I probably felt that I was a better journalist after parenthood. That was just my personal. Yeah, I maybe did too. it was just growing up and maturing as well, but 
But, you know, for me, Carol, I went into the editing stream after Will was born. Yeah. And I did that for 20 years on and off. And I, and many, and I managed stuff. I managed people. I mean, at one stage at the gallery, I had about, you know, 50 direct reports. And, and I think that, um, it makes you more intuitive. And, and I always said family first. And do you know what? Nearly every woman in the organization always wanted to work in my department. So go for it, girl. Please don't forget everybody to send us your moral dilemma something that might be concerning you, matters of etiquette, just anything, the curiosities of life is something might be concerning you and send it to feedback at dontshootpod.com.au. This podcast is proudly supported by Red Energy, awarded CanStar's Most Trusted Energy Providers nationally 2021 and 22. That's Red Energy. And Prince Wine Store, bringing wine enthusiasts the greatest wine in the world. Visit princewinestore.com.au.